Hello and welcome to the Polytechnicast. I am Rob Stenzinger and this is a place, a, uh, a journal where I, I explore the stuff that I work on and I try to gain greater understanding by putting that step in my way of, okay, make sense of this and hopefully make sense of it so it makes sense to others as well. And hopefully get more in touch with with experiences and ideas and and get insights that I can I can use and add to my add to my sort of conceptual habit design creative toolbox. So that's um you know that's why I do this and and I do a, a lot more of it in November because of a creative challenge that Jersey Drozd and I started called Art Sound Off. And it's a really flexible one where you might see different creative challenges that have you know certain sp- specifics or or branches and paths and stuff and we've got some uh, approachable prompts that you could use as as a way to not deal with a blank page problem and you can just react to that record your own thoughts in whatever way works for you and share that or not either way what works for you on whatever platform that you work on and it's um yeah, this, just feel free to, jo- to join in, learn more about it at artsoundoff.com and follow along with, with uh, stuff that others are doing. If you like this kind of journaling thing and it's um, sort of useful, friendly, helpful content for you, that's awesome. It should be easy to find that through the hashtag artsoundoff on whatever platforms you use socially. Well... I, you know, I, I don't know about all the platforms, but things like uh, certainly, um, you know, Twitter, Instagram, uh, what have you, do to do. So yeah, I've got a few topics I want to cover this month and continuing user experience for all is certainly one of them. It's a big challenge for me where I've got a piles and piles of journals about experiences and ideas related to, um, how have things worked? What do I think could work better? And approaches to problem solving, ways to facilitate stuff, and techniques, exercises, just tons of things. I've, I've got tons and tons of notes. And uh, this UX for All series helps me just uh, go for it and describe and I'm not, I, I'm really speaking off the cuff. I have, I have a couple of sentences, maybe a couple phrases written on a topic. And, and it's just about being this starting place for me to get um, more comfortable sharing this stuff. And I wonder, I should really question, like, why do I not share this as frequently? And I, I think it's a combination of things. Not to go too deep into that, but it's it's sort of I don't want to prescribe how thinking should work for people. I think that design is making decisions, and user experience design is is especially making those decisions in a collaborative way to solve problems for in in a in a way that you can feel credibly confident that you've included the the a good mix a well suited well met mix of um, the needs of an audience, and you ha- you understand that because you've done um, you've done work to understand them and see what they do re- in their lives related to the thing you're providing, and uh, and of course, and honestly, it doesn't stop at the audience. It's it's involving in a holistic way the 
as much as you can, everyone involved in making the thing. It's about the people who are funding it. It's about the people who make the thing. It's about the people who provide other constraints and perspectives and stuff who help you, who help clarify like, oh, that, that um, physical experience you're designing. Hey, there are a bunch of uh, legal uh, ordinances and stuff you need to keep in mind. And, and, here we are with a, someone from our legal team that that's helping you understand that, or someone from the um, who knows who knows like the um, constraints of of um, building architecture. I don't know, like whatever it is, and whatever it is in your organization, and whatever that project is in your audience and the makers. There's uh, you need to include more people than you. That's it. Like you, and, and how much and how many and for how long and exactly what that varies, how you decide stuff that varies. But I do think it'd be useful if I shared more of that stuff. And, and it's something that, that, that I certainly do whenever I'm, you know, consulting or, or working at a, at a place. And it's just, uh, part of, part of my role where it's like, Hey, you've been doing this a long time. You've got a lot of thoughts. We want to, and, and so I, I'll, I'll end up doing just different mentoring and teaching and, and uh, advocating and all that stuff because, um, because it's sort of um, – it's because I get asked. <laughs> and it's somehow that, that just sort of says, well, okay, cool. I'll, I'll share the best I can right now. And, and there's something where no one's necessarily directly asking me with a podcast. So it's a little bit – like which thing do I pick? And to anyway, so like that. This is all about getting unstuck because it's a chicken and egg thing, right? Which one comes first? You sharing a topic and others asking you more about it. Well, it's really onto me as as uh, someone who's making this podcast, sharing thoughts about what I make. I need to do that, and that might sound silly, but that's that's honestly, I think, a bit of what's behind the sort of, um, oh, like, I wouldn't call it hoarding, but just sort of, um, hmm, uh, journaling and piling on journaling and journal entries and stuff and notes and what have you. But then, then what? And so this is the then what. UX for All is saying, all right, pick a thing and talk about it. All right, so that's enough of an introduction to UX for all in general. And then specifically, I'm going to pick one, one of the things on my list and talk about for just a few minutes. And let's say it's, um, hmm. all right, I have, I have this idea about weather and not actual meteorology, but the metaphor. And I think all of us have been in situations in teams and jobs where the weather has been favorable or not. And I think favorable weather means that decisions get made and acted on in a way that's harmonious enough, right? There might be a little bit of confusion, but then there's some space to clarify and, you know, within a reasonable amount of time and, a, and not too much pain, things are understood and then acted on. And collaborating in good weather, making stuff in good weather it, um, it, I, I think that's that I feel super fortunate where I've had times of really, really, really good weather where, um, it just 
this the combination of being in the right place and right time with the right people, with the right problems, and the uh, you know, this all the skills to act on them. That whole that Venn diagram of um, having this understanding of of what is um, that uh, it's a thing I've I encountered through IDEO a, a while back. But it's essentially when you've got this strong business perspective combined with the ability to execute as far as your your makers or engineers plus the designers representing the uh, the audience and really including their voice. And all of a sudden. You overlap all those, the, you know, those circles enough, and you've got this, this sweet spot of, like, you can just really solve problems, and it's pretty darn fun. But then, I, I, I don't. But then it's not always like that, and so, like, when the weather's bad, uh, it's hard to make decisions. It's hard to understand maybe even who influences decisions, and there are surprises where surprises like lightning from the sky of, you know, no, this can't happen. This, I will not sign off on this. And you're like, what, who are you? You had to sign off on this? No. Hmm. And you, you can discover things on almost by accident by the, let's as, as a rule where that's like in places where that is the experience, I would call that it's, it's not, you know, inclement weather, good, bad, I don't know, those labels, but, but let's just say that it's tough weather conditions to get things done. And to make, uh, to be confident in decision-making and to especially be confident in that a good decision was made, if a decision is made. So I think you can, you can ask yourself, how do I want to deal with the inclement weather because not that I'm endorsing this, uh, saying that well, working somewhere that has you know where it's always hard to get something done or what have you is like oh that's that's a oh that's you know hmm just get stronger work in that hard situation and I'm not saying that necessarily, but there can be like maybe maybe I'm wrong maybe you're wrong that like how bad is the weather really is it um, is it just sort of a really short storm. Or is there something, or is this kind of a, a really, you're kind of on the wrong side of the mountain that <laughs> you're just getting rained on all the time, or you get you get no rain. It's the desert or whatever. The, uh, I, I, the metaphor kind of holds up. So you can be in a sort of a, a circumstance that is extended and then you just, you have to make choices about your career and what are you, do you want to be there? Are you learning something? Can you help um, adapt and cope with that weather? Are you able to sort of create a, like an oasis of effectiveness within a larger weather system that isn't working so well in other, in for others, others and other teams, other products. And sometimes you can. And so the, like what it, what it's all about to me is that, um, trying to be curious about the conditions, trying to be, um, look at that as, as more constraints and, and are they able to be navigated or mitigated or avoided? Or what if you embraced it? Try things. It's an, it's, um, it's a kind of lab for you to, uh, explore and test to try to arrive at clarity so it can be acted on because the decisions, um, you know, they flow through all the disciplines, 
where if, if, um, if there's enough of a shared purpose, then you can probably reach clarity. And then if you can reach clarity, you can probably act on it and make things happen. And if you, well, and so if you can, and that combination of clarity and make things happen, that's where you can do your research and have a strong, credible perspective of like what, um, what to work on next. And if you do that collaboratively, you know, you know, you know, you're making practical recommendations because, um, you're including the people making stuff and all that. Anyway, the, and then sometimes the including is hard where, but maybe you're somewhere where that just wasn't tried before. Uh, maybe there wasn't a lot of talking across specializations and maybe at the lunch table, the designers don't sit by the engineers and the product owners don't sit by the designers or whatever. Um, break that pattern. Just try, try it out. And maybe you'll get hit by lightning. I don't know. I hope you don't. But, uh, but if you don't, you might find a way to start crafting a shelter in the inclement weather and in that shelter, you can, with your collaborators, get something useful done for the audience that you're serving. And, and I don't know if that's, that, that helps you, but the idea that the weather, um, I guess it helps me be less frustrated about it, where it's like, oh, you know, I wasn't able to get this meeting or this decision, or um, somehow I'm, I'm being held back from talking to the users so now I need to let's I need to talk with the sales team. I've this has I mean that's that's not just hypothetical. I mean I've been at clients where the idea of someone making a solution, talking to the actual um, paying clients, it um, wasn't welcome. It was it sounded weird and it wasn't comfortable. But. Uh, but through some conversations and talking about, well, let's play that out. What does this mean? Can we do our job best by not talking with them? Or, or could we get more sales by talking with them? Is this, you know, what kind of uh, possibilities exist in this space if we're willing to explore it? And so I suppose in the way the weather is a metaphor for saying, like anyone helping make decisions and design and try to solve problems, try to, try to un- understand like what problems are worth solving, all that stuff, and include the things so you can make good choices. You're being a designer, like whatever your role is. I mean, if you're an engineer, if you're a product owner, or um, you're on the marketing team and you ask the kind of questions about that, that sort of connect people, uh, yeah, that's awesome. You're helping decide things, you're being a designer, and you might be doing that in good weather or bad weather, but if you're thinking of that as... Um, Mm, maybe it makes it less personal. <laughs> so, so it can help, um, you know, navigate the, because it's, it's really, you know, you can have some highs and lows when you're trying to make things for folks and, and there are too many barriers in the way, but what if they're not personal? What if they're able to be avoided, circumvented in some way? And you can just, you know, use a metaphor Weather works for me. Maybe it doesn't work for you, but uh, there you go. So find that way to create the, sa- uh, the safe distance for yourself, to create a safe place for others to start to you know exchange ideas. All right, that's the start. That is the first post for user experience for all for this year in, in, in updating for Art Sound Off. 
one of the things I'm doing is also, uh, I just want to mention, I work on a bunch of different things and I do that because, um, yeah, I'm a designer. I, I mean, I, I think a lot of folks can be a designer, but I, I did make that a specialty for a good number of years here. And it's, um, uh, and through being a designer, uh, and also enjoying making stuff, I, I, I've come to this new description of what I do. So I describe what I do as I make, I teach and I coach. And, uh, so yeah, I make stuff and, and tools. I've got different apps and stuff I'm working on and, and dabbling with, but then I've got the, you know, the, the main thing I'm working on right now is an update to guitar fretter. And that'll be, that's called guitar fretter DX, like deluxe. It's coming out at some point. I, you know, still chipping away at it, but, um, but right now guitar fretter, the, you know, it's on a bunch of platforms. You can use that uh, to help you learn the note positions of, uh, of like what's on a guitar fretboard, bass, six, you know, four or five string bass, uh, six, seven string electric and all that. And it's got, um, you know, it's, it's this, it's kind of like Galaga in a way where these little creatures come down the screen, except they have notes, note names on their bellies and you unlock strings on the guitar and uh, different bonuses by, by not missing or even if you do miss, the game's trying to teach and not punish, saying like, well, maybe your bonus went away, but um, I'm going to give you some health once you, once you make a match again here at this place where you missed. And so here you go. You can, you can keep on going, keep playing. It's an arcade game to uh, memorize the note positions on the guitar fretboard, and you can learn more about it at guitarfretter.com. And I'll share other projects throughout the month here. But uh, for now, if, do you have, you have any reactions or thoughts on this year's or, or last year's posts, posts on user experience for all? I'd love to hear it. And uh, thanks so much for downloading this. And you can always uh, reach me at rob at shieldsstenzinger.com. The good old-fashioned email. I'm also on all the different social platforms, you know, a bunch of them as Rob Stenzinger. And you can always reach me there. And in all those cases, and in any case, thank you very much for listening.